0: Take it from the mother of 15 children. If you don't develop the art of ignoring, you will crash and burn as a mother. What do I mean by ignoring? Listen and find out. There, sweet mommy. This is Sherry Hayes, the homeschooling mom of 15, bringing you encouragement and delight for your day. So, wash the dishes, fold the laundry, nurse the baby, or just sit down and enjoy some tea while we dive in to the good life in Jesus. Oh yeah, uh, believe me, I know how to keep a neat house. I know how to do things ahead, I know how to make life simple, but if you looked deep into my brain and you try to learn the secrets of how I have handled life with my 15 children and homeschooled them, I think you would be a bit surprised to find that one of the best things I ever learned was how to ignore. (laughs) It's really a beautiful place here where it seems as though I sometimes bury my head in the sand like an ostrich being chased by an enemy. (laughs) In reality, I am following a prescription for mental and emotional health written for me by God Himself. Okay, now this is from Psalm thirty-one, nineteen through 20 Oh, how great is Thy goodness, which Thou hast laid up for them that fear Thee, which Thou hast wrought for them that trust in Thee before the sons of men! Thou shalt hide him in the secret of Thy presence from the pride of man. Thou shalt keep him secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Also, in 1 Peter 5, 7, we read, Casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. So, when people don't like me, I ignore them. So, when my children are noisy, if I have taken care of their basic needs, you know, I ignore them. So, when my house is fairly clean, but there are a few closets messy, and I need to cuddle my baby, I close the door of the closet and I cuddle away. <laughs> if I have unpaid bills and I've called and communicated, but the thought nags me in the back of my mind, I cast that one up onto on God's shoulders and I allow him to carry it for me. So when it's almost Christmas and I haven't baked cookies yet because I have morning sickness or have a new baby or all my children are sick or there is a family emergency, I ignore the Pinterest photos and I, or the Instagram photos <laughs> and I buy some cookies from the store. <laughs> so when I had every intention of folding the laundry today, but one thing happened after another and the books I promised to read aloud are calling to me from the kitchen counter, I put the clothes baskets in one of those messy closets I mentioned above. I close the door and I ignore them while I read to my children. So when there is pressure on me to be involved in everything from soccer to the Christmas pageant, but I'm already so exhausted, I can barely find the energy to brush my teeth. I throw the flyers away, lovingly ignore my church family and go home and take a nap. (laughs) Thankfully, Saying no is not a problem. It has been survival for me to know my limits and to keep them. It stems from the very real understanding that I do not have to hold the world together, that my God is indeed pleased with me when I take what he has given me and use it to my best ability, but refrain from trying to be godlike and thinking I can possibly please everyone all the time. It's not possible it's not possible to please all your children and your husband and everybody outside the home now what are your priorities first first priority is your relationship with god so you've got to put that and that can be all day long just taking snatches here and there but it's like a constant thing and you need some concentrated time too that's number one number two your husband, believe it or not, that guy that makes everything work, you know, that works hard every day and sacrifices himself. He needs some time. He needs some attention. Very important. Thirdly, your children, they need your attention. Now, why do I mention it this way? Because there are so many things that we think we have to do in order to look like we're doing the right thing to outsiders, right? Okay, so we, we think that we have to get involved in church because of the pressure that's put on us, right? The pressure that if you love God, you're going to be working for his kingdom and etc. and so on and so forth. So we, in our minds, we think, now, <laughs> I'm going to let you in on some secrets because my husband and I, we were in the ministry for a lot of years. And not everybody, there are a lot of wonderful ministers who do not think this way, okay? But because of how churches are set up, ministers are looking for people to do work, okay? And usually the Pareto uh, Principle, usually 20% of the people in a church do 80% of the work. And there are actually many pastors who rely on women who are stay-at-home moms to do the programs for them, okay? And they really almost resent it when one of those moms will put their family as a priority and kind of drop out. So it's it doesn't behoove them to encourage people <laughs> to want to focus on their family first because it messes up all their plans, <laughs> okay? So just keep this in mind. When you go to church and the appeal is made for people to do all the programs, just remember, that if you are taking care of your children and your family, and then from that from that health and that goodness that's produced in your family, that you will naturally be a voice and you will naturally be able to reach out to those who don't know Jesus, who are alone, who, who don't have things. You can make sacrifices as a family to do that, but it will be from the health and the wealth of the Holy Spirit living among you that that will be a natural outcome okay if you can look at it that way that will keep you from feeling the pressure to be involved in everything else now it doesn't mean you can't do something good in the church but you've got to balance it with what you where you are in your season of life if you're a mama with all kinds of little kids and you're just barely able just to make sure they have three squares a day okay And you're thinking, wow, at church, I've got to do something for God now. No, you already are doing something for God. (laughs) Take the pressure off. It's okay. (laughs) Now, as you get older and your children are older, not only you will be able to help out with the church, but your children will be an extension of you. And like our young girls have always been really good for a nursery. They love little kids, so they work in the nursery. And if there's something, there's like, a cleaning thing needs to go out at church I've got a whole bunch of girls we'll go there and clean you know there's just different things that you can do that as you you go to different stages in your life as a mother and then as your children grow up and out then you will have more time to do some things at church that you weren't able to do before okay so just just give it give it a break <laughs> it's okay sometimes we have to ignore that we have to focus on with the important things in our lives right okay now I'm gonna con- I, I actually have this this is from a blog post so I'm going to read the rest of the blog post <laughs> I just had to put my two cents in there right okay besides it would be the greatest shame to me and this is about my point too if I tried to do everything that looked good on the outside to everyone else and yet neglected the most important things kisses for a job well done oohs and ahs for a lovely drawing, a listening ear for an account of joy or sorrow, time spent sitting and watching all of the priceless pictures of my family members as they live around me. And I got to tell you, as my children grow older, my main focus is not necessarily all their physical needs and stuff. I'm there to be a listener. I listen a lot. I listen a lot. Like they call me and they FaceTime me about their lives, what they're doing, what's happening where they are, things they're happy about, things that they're sad about and they need my counsel. My biggest job is to have big swaths of time just to listen and sometimes to counsel. I don't always, lots of times I'm just mostly listening and they come to their own conclusions after talking to me. Isn't that good? But, you know, if I don't, narrow my time for all these demands from the outside, then I don't have that kind of time for them. Even this uh, hobby I call, you know, uh, content creation. This is down on the line. (laughs) I have to be available for my, even my adult children. So they know that they can call mom, you know? And so of course I don't ignore the important things, but tackling these is much easier when i haven't been spinning my wheels and angsting over the things that just don't matter <laughs> in luke twelve twenty six, we read since you cannot do this very little thing why do you worry about the rest isn't that what jesus said jesus was telling us to ignore wasn't he so <laughs> now you know that now i'll give you something more okay so I would like to read a scripture to you in Philippians 4, 7. Um, Philippians 4, 7, of course, that's one of those things that everybody memorizes. And it's really good to have this scripture in your mind to meditate on. Like if you are being uh, hit straight on with some kind of a stress in your life or you're tempted to worry. And so, Philippians 4, 7, 6, it's actually Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And I would like to, today, concentrate on that word, peace. Okay, the peace of God in that verse, means peace with God, peace with man, and peace with yourself, or wholeness and completeness and prosperity. It's the idea of shalom. Okay, and in Philippians 2.14, it says, For he himself is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of separation. Now, pulpit com- commentary on this says, on, on Philippians 4.7, says, The peace which God gives which flows from the sense of mo- of his most gracious presence and consists in childlike confidence and trustful love. Think about that. So it consists in childlike confidence and trustful love. You know that, that gives us the ability to ignore, doesn't it? And McLaren, and when he's on in McLaren in his commentary, speaks on Philippians four seven this way. Multitudes are living lives of unrestfulness simply because they have set the lowest parts of their nature open. Uh, Okay. Multitudes are living lives of unrestfulness simply because they have set the lowest parts of their nature upon the throne and subordinated the highest to these. Okay. So, in other words, you put your lowest part of your nature the worry the fear the the all the things that go with your low lower nature you put that on the throne of your life and you subordinate all those things of god which are peace and patience and kindness they are subordinated to your fear and your worry right okay so peace in greek thought would be a lack of conflict or war so when you have peace in the the greek mind that means there's no conflict but in the Hebrew thought, peace means wholeness or completeness. You know, sometimes we say nothing broken, nothing missing, you know, um, that, that's, that's wholeness is, that's the peace of God is wholeness. Okay. McLaren says this, God is the only possession that brings quiet. The heart hungers until it feeds on him. The mind is satisfied with no truth until behind truth it finds a person who is true. The will is enslaved and wretched. The will is enslaved and wretched until in God, it recognizes legitimate and absolute authority, which it is blessing to obey. There is no rest for a man until he rests in God. The reason why this world is so full of excitement is because it is so empty of peace and the reason why it is so empty of peace is because it is so void of god the peace of god is peace with him and peace within isn't that lovely i think that dovetails nicely with what we were talking about today so i pray that the peace of god goes with you all today and that if you can if you haven't already memorize philippians 4 6 through 7 and you know whenever the stressors are when you ever you have to make that phone call you know that you're hating to make (laughs) you know uh just just meditate on philippians 4 6 and 7 before you make it (laughs) and you know what you will you won't stress over it it'll be good okay now i hope this has blessed you today for more content like this please visit and subscribe to my blog on my website, momdelights.com. And if you could, please help spread this message by liking, reviewing, starring, whatever you do, and sharing it with others wherever you hear it. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.